Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Such a Lady, and I'm your host, Siobhan. Happy Monday. If you are new to our toxic family, welcome. Get comfortable, hop a squat, make yourself at home. If you are a Sal, thanks for tuning back in. I missed your entire face. I hope you guys had a relaxing weekend. I hope your Monday started off right. But if not, remember that's okay because we aren't in the habit of letting bad moments turn our whole day bad, right? Right. Um, This week, such a lady is Shelbs. Thank you for your support and thank you for being our such a lady of the week. Also, shout out to Miss Jenny Sweet Tooth. She makes the best treats, and her prices can't be beat. <laughs> Y'all see what I did there? I didn't even know I was going to do that. No, but for real, her treats are really, really good. And you can find her on social media, and I will link her in Heavenly Barbecue to our page. I forgot to do that last week, and I apologize. Yeah, I got to get better. Um, <laughs> but I will make sure to get it done today. But in the meantime... Let's get toxic. Our our next toxic couple had a very interesting start. And you know how people always say a relationship needs a sturdy foundation? Well, I think this couple's relationship started off on quicksand. (laughs) I'm being so serious, y'all, because things went real bad real fast. But let me catch y'all up. So we got Cynthia Kaufman, who was born into this wealthy family. Um, She was a daughter to a wealthy businessman, and she was raised as a devout Catholic. And, like, they took it real serious because when Cynthia became pregnant at 17, abortion was not an option. They was like, listen, you lay down, you grown enough to lay down and get pregnant, now you got to put on your big girl panties because Cynthia would say that her parents would force her to marry the father of her children, her son, Joshua. Now, Cynthia did as her parents asked, but after two years of marriage, Cynthia wanted out. She said she was tired of the physical and mental abuse that she suffered being married to her son's father. So Cynthia packed up enough stuff to fit in a car and headed for something new. Now, because Cynthia didn't know where she was going or what would happen when she got there, she left her son with his father. Now, I think that was very, very smart of her, Um, especially if, you know, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be funny. Sometimes people will be abusive to adults, but will be so gentle to children. And I'm thinking that if Cynthia cared enough to leave her son behind because she didn't know what was going to happen to her, then maybe she trusted, you know, her ex with his kid. So I'm glad she thought about him Um, because she did have plans on coming back to get him later. She was like, I'm just going to go get my life together in this new place. And then I'm going to come back and get my son. Um, That apparently never happened because Cynthia began working as a waitress at a bar. But a man was never far behind. 
one of Cynthia's friends said that Cynthia felt like she always needed a man. Um, y'all, y'all know the type, you know, yeah, like I was the type. I felt like I had to have a man. Like what is life if I'm single? I don't understand it. Make it make sense. And now like, I'd be like, dude, why are you talking to me? (laughs) I'm so for real. Like I, I really can be by myself now and it's okay. It's okay. I'm. Uh, it's okay if I'm single for the rest of my life, and it's okay if I meet the right person and we ride off into the sunset. Whatever, I can take it either way at this point in life. But it did take me a while to get there to be like, look, you know what? You're not worth my peace. And so, um, some some Cynthia was young. She was young. She had just got out of an abusive marriage, so she probably wanted to find, you know, that knight in shining armor, you know, that beautiful reality that doesn't exist for all of us. Um, The one that we see on TV, Uh, me and my friend were talking about that this weekend about how, you know, we grow up thinking love is supposed to be a certain way when it looks different for everyone. But we have these unrealistic expectations in our head of what it's supposed to look like. And then the person who we get with don't know the expectations that we have in our head. So now we mad at them because they not meet the expectations that they don't even know we set for them. It's just crazy. So, um, yeah, Cynthia felt like she needed to have a man. And I hate that for her. Um, I hate that for all of us who have ever felt like we needed to have someone. Because um, we don't, you know what I mean? It's a choice. You can add to me or you can get away from me, but I have a choice. And Cynthia had a choice and she chose to be with another man. So in comes Doug Huntley. Now, Doug wasn't, I mean, you know, he wasn't the biggest catch, but he did seem to like Cynthia and wanted to provide for her. So he went and got a job in construction and was like, look, I'm going to try to, you know, be on a straight and narrow. I'm going to try to do right by you and you do the same for me. And so they would do odd jobs together, you know, making money on the side while, you know, Dougie was working in construction. Sometimes they would sell methamphetamine. I don't know how that was on the straight and narrow, but that's not my business. I just tell the stories. So one day while the couple were at 7-Eleven, Cynthia said several men tried to jump Doug and she wasn't having it. She was like, listen, play with your mama, don't play with me. (laughs) Cynthia pulled out a gun and was like, who want the smoke? Like for real, who want it? Apparently nobody. Thank God nobody ended up getting um, killed, but Cynthia and her boo, Dougie got arrested. So why y'all busted in like Bonnie and Clyde, y'all finna go to jail like them too. Uh, (laughs) Cynthia got charged with possession of a firearm and she had drugs on her at the time. So she was held for five days. Now, the day after she gets out, she chilling at the apartment. I'm sure waiting on Dougie to get there, wanting to know when he finna get out. Um, Sure, she didn't post a free Dougie everywhere, Uh, But then there's a knock at the door. Cynthia goes and she opens the door, surprised to find a man she has never met before on the other side. He tells her that his name is James Marlowe. 
and he was bucking with Dougie in the big house. And he told Buggy, listen, when I get Dougie, when I get out, I'm going to go check on your girl for you. I can't imagine Dougie being in jail, sending another man to watch out for his girl. But it got to be true because how would Marlo know where Dougie stayed at? You know what I mean? So maybe he did think he was a good guy while he was in the big house and was like, yeah, hey, go check on my girl. Make sure ain't nobody over there messing with her. Make sure she ain't over there messing with nobody else. Um, and so he went and did what, you know, his new buddy from jail asked him to do. Now, Cynthia said nothing happened. The two just smoked some weed and then off went Marlo. Everything eventually went back to normal. Dougie gets out of jail. He comes home. You know, apparently they freed him. And the three of them become friends. Cynthia, Dougie, and Marlo. Now, everything is cool until Dougie goes back to jail. And Cynthia's like, you know what? Enough is enough. And so she gets to packing her stuff because she's getting ready to leave Dougie when, guess what? Another knock on the door from Marlo. Like, dude, where do you keep coming from? Like, for real, for real. So Cynthia tells Marlo that she's getting ready to set his friend free even though he in jail. <laughs> Listen, for real, I don't blame her. Like, what what am I supposed to do with you? And you keep going to jail. Like, we supposed to be out here free, but you you not understanding the assignment, sir. Um, so so Marlo's like, listen, no, 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 no. Go ahead and leave him, but leave with me. So you coming to check on her and you didn't took his woman. Like, talk about kick a man while he down. I I don't like it. I don't like it at all. <laughs> now, it didn't appear that Marlo could offer Cynthia or sinful, as he likes to call her, too much more than Dougie could. But I guess when you're free and you're on the outside world, you have the upper hand. So for the next couple of months, the couple would sleep on pillar to post, hoping someone would let them stay with them. But here's the thing. Marlo had a long history of being a thief and stealing and getting over on people. So when the people he knew, you know, he would go to see, hey, can we can we stay here? They would actually pay him to go away. Like, they would see him coming and be like, listen, dude, I know what you're going to ask, but here, here's some money for a room. Just go and don't come back this way. And sometimes they wouldn't even give him the money for the room. Sometimes they would just cuss him out and just send him on his way. But nine times out of ten, they usually pay for him to leave because most people were scared of him. Like, that's really sad. Like, really sad. Not only that, to me, it's one thing to help your big grown tell out. But then you had a nerve to want to have a whole girlfriend. So two of y'all can't even be one. Yeah, no, I can't. No, I don't like. No, stop. Like, for real. So you're not going to be single and struggling by yourself, but you're going to be a grown man, single and struggling, and then had a nerd and want somebody to help take care of the twos of y'all's. And it, no, I don't know. Stop. Uh, <laughs> this couple was eventually reduced to sleeping in the woods where Sinful got really, really bad head lice and Marlo got bad chiggers. Like, so bad he would have to take baths in um, 
carousel. Like that, yeah. He would have to, like it was that bad. Like, so you would think that this low would make the couple rethink the choice to be together. But instead, they decide, guess what? Meet me at the altar in your white dress. We ain't getting no younger. We might as well do it. Yes, they got married. And don't talk about my singing because I know I sound beautiful. Um, So they decide they finna get married. And they get married, okay? And Sinful would get the property of Folsom Wolf on her butt tattoo. Like, yeah. Because she was his now. She belonged to him. I belong to you. And you belong to me. Okay, never mind. And then not only did she get him tattooed on her butt... She got woof on her ring finger because she wanted, listen, she wanted everybody to know that this was her man. I mean, not that anybody else wanted him. Like, who who else want him? Who else want to be living in the woods? Who? (laughs) I'm just saying, like, I'm just thinking about it now. Like, you got him tatted up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, somebody else want him. Girl, you barely want him. (laughs) Like, what? And who paid for these tattoos? Okay, never mind. That's why I get off track. Let me just keep it pushing. So I suppose now that the two were married, they couldn't go back to headlights and chiggers. You know what I mean? They couldn't do that. They had a reputation to uphold, you know? So one night while 32-year-old Sandra Neary left to get cash from the ATM, she would never make it home. Her body being found two weeks later by hikers. Next was Pamela Simmons, who at the age of 35 was going to get cash out of the ATM, only never to be seen again. This couple would not wait long to strike again. They were scheduled to pick up Marlo's sister, Veronica, from work. And Veronica would go on to later say that while waiting to get off, her brother came in and told her that they found another ride home and threw her the keys. Only Veronica didn't know that the ride that her brother was talking about would mean taking someone's life. The couple had been like scoping out people, trying to find someone who they could rob, get money from, Like the two prior victims, they got them at the ATM. Only this time, they didn't get the girl at the ATM. Karina Novis was kidnapped from the same shopping center that Marlo's sister worked in. But she wasn't at an ATM. She was actually driving around when she was spotted out by Sinful and Marlo. Marlo would tell Sinful, hey, go over to her and ask her for a ride. Sinful and Marlo would end up kidnapping Karina and take her to a friend of Marlo's house. And I I would, maybe not a friend, but more of an associate. And I say that because friends don't put friends in crazy situations. You know, all the time people talking about, you know, niches get stitches and all this stuff like that well then don't bring it to my door because if you come over here i'm telling 
I'm, I mean, don't even put me in that situation. I'm not your friend if you come over here with some stuff that you know I don't even get into. So if you come over here with some crazy stuff, you probably want to make sure that you don't come back by this way because I'm calling the police and I'm letting them know, like, listen, no, because don't put me in that mess. Now, it, Marlo had a friend who he had stayed with the previous night before. Drink house. Now, Drinkhouse had been in a bad motorcycle accident, so he wasn't very mobile. So that morning, Sinful says, Marlo tells her, let's get dressed, put on something nice. We can't rob people if we don't look nice. Okay. So Sinful says, Marlo puts on a suit and her nice dress, and they go look for a girl. Now, Sinful says that she didn't know that they were going to kill a girl but I'm just kind of wondering why didn't she think that because they had already killed two other people so what did you think y'all were gonna go do at this point this is where Karina steps in she pulls into the shopping center and Marlo tells Sin go ask her for a ride Sin states that she tells Marlo that girls that look this young don't have money anyway so let's just leave her alone Marlo's like, I didn't ask you what you thought. Go ask her for a ride and do like I told you to. So that's exactly what Sinful does. She goes over to 19-year-old Karina's vehicle and she asked her for a ride. And so sad because baby girl did not even know that her act of kindness would cost her her life. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just being nice. Like, okay, well, yeah, I'll give y'all a ride. Y'all take y'all to where y'all going. At that age, just young and and full of life, not knowing that somebody's ready to take hers. So sad. Once in the car, Marlo pulls out his gun, and they take Karina back to Drinkhouse's house. Now, mind you, Drinkhouse looking like, like, what's going on? Y'all left with two, now y'all got three. The math ain't mathing. Marlo's friends started asking questions, and I'm sure Karina looked scared and uncomfortable, and like you could see the terror in her eye, her eyes. Marlo's friend tells him, "Hey, y'all gotta go. Like, cause listen, something's not right here, and I don't like it." And Marlo tells him, "Sit down and watch TV." Like, for real. Like, I didn't sit down and watch TV. And Drinkhouse did just that. He stated he had seen Marlo in action before, and he didn't want no parts of him. So he sat down and watched TV. He said at one point, he did try to get up to leave, and Marlo saw him and told him to sit down, and so he sat back down. And so that says a lot. You know what I mean? When a grown man tell you to sit down in your own house and watch TV, and you sit down in your own house and watch TV. That says a lot. So, after they ended up, Marlo ends up taking a bath with this young lady and a shower. And Sinful says that she doesn't get in there. But while he's taking a shower with her, she's handcuffed. And Sinful says that she doesn't even go in the bathroom because she knows what he's going to do. But when he comes out with the young lady um she's still handcuffed 
and she's wet. And Marlo's telling Sinful, uh, put her on some clothes. And she's like, you put her on some clothes. Because she, she feels some type of way. Like, you know, what what you doing in the bathroom with her? What's going on? Like, that, that wasn't a plan. But she can't say nothing because... I'm sure if Marlo got this grown man being quiet, I wish Sinful would say something. You know what I mean? So Sinful says to him, "Well, if you um, uncuff her, she can get herself on. She can get herself dressed." So Marlo uncuffs the young lady, and she gets herself dressed. And then he cuffs her. He handcuffs her back. And at this time, they get the pen from her. Because before, they, they they get the girls after they've gone to the ATM. Now, they got her before. So, they had to get her pen from her so that they could go to the ATM. So, eventually, she gives up the pen. And Cynthia said at this point, Marlo told her to drive Karina's car. So, y'all didn't, y'all didn't kidnap this baby. Who knows what... Marlo did to her in that bathroom I can only imagine and everything else y'all did to her she handcuffed she's scared she's tired she wants to go home she just thought she was giving y'all a ride and here comes this man and this woman you know threatening her doing God knows what I just can't imagine so Marlo tells sinful to drive her car and that they're going to go get some drugs. But he told her to drop him and Karina off in the field because the drug house didn't like new people. Like, they don't they don't know her, so don't bring her to the house. So, Sinful says that she drives off for about 15, 20 minutes. And Marlo gets in the car alone when she comes back and starts beating her for leaving him. And she's like, I don't know what you wanted me to do. Like, you... You told me to leave you here and go get drugs. I don't, like, I'm confused. Um, Now, although Sinful did go along with Marlo's crazy shenanigans, she said that he beat her just as bad, even stating that he stabbed her at one point in their relationship. Um, He got angry one time and cut all her hair off. You know what I mean? So she's saying that she not only helped him to hurt other people, Marlo was hurting her in the process, too. So after the couple gets cleaned up, they go to the ATM because they now need to get all of Karina's hard-earned money. Problem is, when they get there, the pen doesn't work. So the couple decide to ransack her car, and they find out where she lives, and they go to her house. Y'all. (laughs) <laughs> so not only have y'all killed this baby, y'all gonna go turn her, her house up after y'all done killed her. Now, y'all don't say, you know what? We didn't already killed her. We did not, the damage has been done. We just finna go on about our way. The pen didn't work. Like enough is enough. They don't do that. They go to her house. While at the house, the couple would steal not only her money, they would steal some of her property and they would eventually find her real PIN number. Now, after spending all of Karina's cash and pawning her stuff, it was time to move on because now they need more money for drugs. 
So for the next couple of days, the couple would drive around in the car looking for someone else to be their next victim. Unfortunately, unfortunately, that next person would be Lionel Murray, who worked at Prime Cleaners. Sin told Marlo that she looked like she would be a good target. So the couple would go on to rape, rob, and kill uh, Lionel. Now, at this time, they have killed three women that we know so far and just killed another. So the police are on their trails. You know what I mean? Somebody is killing these women. Somebody's doing it. And so they're, they're being not very smart. You know what I mean? So they're killing the women, spending the money, throwing the stuff away. So they're leaving a trail. Um, and if you think about it, they're not too smart anyway. You know what I mean? They're just living off the land. So still in people's car because they're still in Karina's car. They're just stealing tax and putting them on the back of her car. So they don't even get rid of that car. They're still in the car of the lady whose house they just ransacked. They just killed her. They went to the ATM. They didn't took all her money. So, I mean, the elevator don't go all the way to the top. Um, so they check into this lodge and the clerk there recognizes the couple and he calls the police. And so the police come and they over 100 men deep. They think that they're going to find this couple in the room, but they don't because apparently the couple then went out hiking. I don't know if they going to look for somebody else, if they looking for another victim. Listen, I can't rationalize with crazy. I can't. So I don't know what they were doing, but they the police find them and they're out hiking as soon as the police find them. Sinful gives it up. She like, listen, okay, I'm done. I'm done playing games. She, they both give up without a fight. Um, Sinful leads the police to where Karina's body was located at, where she was. The police said they don't know if she was strangled or if she was suffocated. But either way, that baby didn't deserve, none of those women deserved to die the way that they did. Um, And... Sinful would go on to say that she did this because she was scared and she had battered woman syndrome, you know, and I'm not saying that she didn't. I'm not. I wasn't there. I can't say that Marlo didn't go upside her head. I can't say that. But what I can say is that she had a choice. She had a choice to be with Marlo. She had a choice to leave Dougie Fresh she had a choice to go on a run with him. She had a choice to marry him. These women didn't have a choice. They didn't have a choice. They didn't get the choice. So maybe Marlo was beating sin upside her head and maybe he was abusive, but there was a point up until that time where she could have said, no, she didn't have to leave. She could have said, you know what? I don't want to be with Dougie or Marlo, because both of y'all can't keep y'all's hot tails out of jail. So I'm going to be by myself. But she chose not to do that. And so her choices led up to her being arrested and sentenced to death row. Cynthia would become one of the longest women on death row in the state of California. What's so crazy, though, is that She said that after watching 
Marlo like go through the the death process because he was sentenced to death as well. She didn't want to die. She said that she she would rather, you know, have life. But I'm just thinking, y'all didn't think about them other girls' life. It's so crazy how after people kill folks, then they be like, I want to have, I don't want to die. But I'm pretty sure those people didn't want to die either. I, it's just so crazy to me. It is. It is. And, I, and I'm not saying that, because listen, I, I, I can't put you in the heaven or hell. I can't. But what I can do Let's talk about the stories here with my friends <laughs> and y'all are my friends. So I just, it, it amazes me how, you know, just period in life, you know, we as people do things and then don't want to deal with the consequences. It's like we lack accountability. So you get to take all these people's lives. You get to destroy their families. You get, and these are young women at that. You know what I mean? You destroy their families. Um, and then you decide, well, you know what? I'm sorry, but I don't want to die. It's not fair. You know what I mean? So um, rest in peace to all the young ladies that whose lives were ended short by this toxic couple who really just cared about themselves. That's really all it was. There wasn't a, there wasn't an end to it. Like you, it wasn't like, okay, we're going to get this money. We're going to stack up our money. No, they were just impulsive, crazy killers. And so even if she doesn't ever die, because the last I checked, she was still alive, sinful. She was 61 and she was still on death row. Even if she doesn't die, I'm just glad, uh, you know, from the death penalty or them, you know, putting her to death. If she dies in jail, I'm just glad that she's not on the street anymore. Because to think that she thinks it's okay to take someone else's life scares me to have her out here on the street. It's enough crazy folks out here as it is. If we can get the ones that's crazy out here killing folks locked up, then let's do it. That's 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 all I'm gonna say about that. And I don't know. She might have changed her life when she got in there. I can't speak on that. I can just speak on the story. And it's sad that those young women lost their lives because someone didn't care enough about theirs to say, you know what, enough is enough. And there are some women who are beat, but then when it's time to hurt other people, they're like, No, I'm not doing that. It's okay for you to hit me, but no, you're not gonna do it to nobody else. So, you know, it's it's just different. And so that's our toxic story of the week. Notice how I get all up in an uproar towards the end because I just be like, man, the people didn't have to die. Get a job. Go to work. Like, what, what's the problem? Why do, why do you think it's okay to steal from other folks? It, it's not okay. It's not okay. But you know what else ain't okay? Being in a toxic relationship. Being with somebody who... Have you feeling like you're not worth it? Having you question yourself and your worth all the time? Somebody who put their hands on you physically? Somebody who abuses you mentally or both? Um, Or what if you're the toxic person? Maybe you are the drama. If you know you're the drama, then you leave. You don't have to stay and keep subjecting people to your mess. And you don't have to stay in nobody else's mess. You can get out. Um, I know I say this every week. So if you 
If you a South, then you hear it every week. And maybe it's been on your heart to leave and you just waiting on the right time. Now's the right time. I don't want to have to tell a story about you and how somebody then took your life or you in jail because you didn't have to kill somebody. No, choose you first. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for meeting here. Thank you for being y'all. I absolutely love y'all. Y'all are freaking amazing. Y'all have helped me get through like one of the toughest times in my life. Like right now is crazy. I don't even know how I'm even moving. I don't, I can't even, it's just nothing but the peace of God. I can't even understand it, but I thank you guys for your prayers, your kind words, your thoughts, and I can never, ever say that enough. Thank you for your purchases. Thank you for getting your Such a Lady candles. Thank you for your feedback. I just love you guys. Thank you for being Such a Ladies, and meet me back here, same toxic time, same toxic place next week, or if you don't want to wait till next meet, meet me next meet. Y'all shut up. If y'all don't want to wait till next week, meet me over at Instagram, such a lady 30 or Facebook, such a lady. Or if you want to go shop, go on over to Bossed Up Candles and 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 try some of our candles. Such a lady has her own candle, y'all. Do y'all hear us? We out here. We doing it. We doing our thing. I love y'all. Be great on purpose. See y'all later. <laughs>